Welcome to From an Educator. Actually, just kidding. Welcome to We Are the Educators. In fact, we get a little surprise for you. I'm Mr. James. And I'm Mr. Richie. And we, we are, are the educators. educators. We still got it. We still got <laughs> it. Wow, everybody. If you're new listening to this, then you're like, who is this other person? If you're not new, then you're like, it's about time. He's back. So, yes, this is Mr. Richie who can uh, introduce himself, I guess, again. I'm, I'm back. I'm Mr. Richie. I am a public educator and I work with Mr. James and I do awesome stuff in classrooms just like we're supposed to. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it is summer vacation. So I have a little bit more free time and I was able to make it back to the podcast. Yes. Wow. And a lot of stuff has happened. <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Uh, because this podcast had started with COVID. That's, yeah. you know, sent us all inside of our homes. So we developed this podcast as a way to kind of get some of that creative energy out. And then stuff progressed and we had to go back to work in, in a public school. We yeah. dealt with a whole year of public school and now we're done and it's been a couple of weeks and I think I've decompressed a fair amount although that there are new challenges and scheduling issues to worry about but uh but here we are I we were able to find time and be here on uh on the podcast I know so it's currently uh and I can finally see my my clock on my computer because I normally don't have that when I'm going from a slide as from the, from an educator has been but it is uh june 21st it is a monday and for those that uh might have heard the past last episode it was released on a sunday the 20th and it's the summer solstice right it began at 11 31 last night yep and this is going to be so, the longest day of the year i guess yep and so uh it only gets uh, dark from here so you know that's always a nice thing to celebrate in the middle of summer right if you yeah, didn't enjoy yeah. if you didn't enjoy it by now you're already missing out like <laughs> well, that, oh, great that, thanks, uh, thanks waking up reminder. waking up early in the morning and then having it be light out be like what i'm supposed to be waking up before there's light and it's like <laughs> yeah it gets i looked at it and it's like 4 50 in the morning is when it's dusk is like that it's like or dawn, it, when yeah. it's dawn yeah dawn, and, yeah. And yeah you wake up at around that time that's kind of crazy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's going to get start getting darker out and you know yeah it's easy easier i think for sleeping at least yes absolutely while well, i'm sleeping until like eight <laughs> yeah i'm like I, just trying to block the, the sunlight out of my eyes you gotta get one of those those sleep masks gotta just slide oh, i do i do i do it's just i have to wake up enough to find it and then put it on and then you know <laughs> and just tape my eyes shut so we have a yeah. lot to talk about this this episode we're just basically and i say episode but this is kind of like going to be a free-for-all somewhat we're not uh, really structured so much in this but we do want to go over a few things and uh, hopefully with my editing skills, which are very few currently, uh, I will have some titles at the bottom about what we're talking about. But yeah, definitely it's uh, a lot of things going on. We can fill everybody else in and uh, maybe it's going to be more positive. I think I've been positive on From an Educator. <laughs> I don't know. As far as my YouTube, our YouTube audience, very few. Uh, but I think we still we still have the same amount of listeners on the podcast, I believe. Which is I about if you're listening couple. to this and you've been around for please find a way to contact us. We're not yeah. gonna give you our, our personal Gmails, but we we can be found on YouTube and there are comments and we will find you and we will comment and respond and have a conversation. We like doing that. Yep. Absolutely. So if we challenge anything that you think, or if we say something that uh, you approve or appreciate, let us know. And uh, that'd be a really good bonus to this whole, you know, project. Yeah. So I guess we want to talk about, well, first of all, let, let's, 
COVID-19, just, you don't, you used to do the numbers where I, I think the numbers are down to like 50 a day. I just want to know what, what is your take of where it's happening? I heard about this Delta well, variant going around and it's, it's wreaking havoc where they haven't had a lot of vaccines and stuff. And yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, it's, it's neat that, I mean, here, uh, around here, I think there was like eight cases total. You know, no deaths for a while now. Um, and yeah, so I'm looking here in our county, actually. Our county had one new case as of a couple of days ago for yesterday. So hmm. yeah, um, way down. But I the variants seem to be affecting people that haven't been vaccinated mostly and affecting areas with low vaccination rates. And so... Hmm it kind of just is the more proof on top of proof on top of proof of vaccine efficacy and how smart it is for us all to, to get it. You know, there were some issues with um, kids getting their vaccine, but again, the, the rate that they were having like heart issues and stuff was only like twice the background rate, which uh, is very, very low already. So, and, so it doesn't, it's not really something that we're, anybody should be super concerned about. We are definitely at the lowest point of this whole ride in a long, long time. And I guess the real proof is going to be this fall when yes. schools reopen full fledged. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a majority of schools, if not all, that are reopening full capacity, normal, no masks, anything like that. That's going to be really the proof where that we're gonna be waiting for. And uh, so right now it's kind of like living easy. Everyone's maskless. You go into every store, every restaurant's open, every everything yeah. is back to normal. I'm, I'm still wearing, I'm still like many stores I go in, I'm still, I have the mask on and I'm looking at some people that don't have it, which is the majority now. But I'm like, I'm yeah. still wearing a mask. I, I don't know, I'm just used to it. And yeah. that's just one of those things like I, don't know if I'm going to be doing that when uh, the summer school that I'm teaching next week begins, if we're, we're wearing a mask or not. But I, I've seen the rooms that I have to yeah. now claim as my home base, and they're smaller than the room I'm used to. Yeah. And yeah, you have a big room where you're normally stashed. And I've got like two or three windows in these tiny little places that are going to be incredibly hot because, oh. man... Trying to upstairs, think upstairs, upstairs. When you when you walk upstairs, so I mean, some of you out there, you know, you're not gonna kind of know this kind of insider information. But I'm just curious, if you're going up the stairs to that hallway, which side of the hallway are you on, left or the right? The left. That's the hottest side. Oh <laughs> man, side. I that's lose the again. Side that gets the sun. Yeah, that's you're gonna have full oh. sun windows. Yeah. But, you know, that's just things that I think about, too, because my room is one of those rooms that's got full sun. However, I'm plumbed into the school AC, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. uh, I don't know, everyone to think about it. Uh, two of these days are, this week, are going to be uh, taken up by that. And I've already started planning things, but then I'm used to planning from scratch. I, you know, not having anything to go with and someone just telling you, you need to teach a subject. Okay. And then just coming up with it. Not... Now I have to actually have material that somebody else told me that I have to teach. And that's it's a big deal be, with teaching. Which yeah. is a lot easier. Honestly, I feel like yeah. so much easier, except for the fact that you may want a novel approach to doing it. And it, yeah. it's going to be structured in a way where I have to make sure that I say exactly what they want me to say. Well, it's, it's one of those things. So I have a program that's very similarly structured where there are like books that are given out that like literally tell you almost step-by-step step what yeah. they want yeah. you to do. Then you hand out the materials. Like for the kindergartners, then you pick up the puppet and you have the puppet say blank, blank, blank. Yeah. And then you put the puppet away and then you uh, talk about the thing. And so like there's this structure. Um, what's interesting though, like I have to point out is that um, those are only as good as the writer. And so sometimes you're given some stuff that is just like, that is not going to work. Yeah. And if you're, there's, you know, a couple of different 
a fine line between, or I don't know, a thick line between a good and a bad teacher, I'd say. Yeah. Because like a good teacher will just literally read word for word what is put in the binder or whatever it is that you get. And then there are those teachers that are going to be like, nope, I know I can already know ahead of time that that's not going to work. We're going to have to do some some of this. And that's that craftsmanship, you know, that's that's where time gets eaten up. That's where you have like teachers that don't care or like, oh, this is a great year. I'm doing fine. I just I just do what the book says and they don't care what the that's the student absorption rate is you know like they're not yeah. really focused on that they're just doing their job getting through the day and then there's people that are like no nah, this needs to be made more effective and so i'm one of those types yeah. that reads through and overcomplicates everything and so luckily i don't have to teach the, the same uh spread that you do uh, with, but yeah, yeah, I'll go over that. I'll go over that in a little while, but yeah, it's it's kind yeah. of uh, and having a UA teacher become a classroom teacher is what's basically happening to me. Yeah, which is not I, a big deal. Like it's going to help me, I guess, somewhat yeah. form a form a better relationship with uh, students that I will see next year, but only in these certain grade levels, the upper grades, and there's only a few of them. But it's still going to yeah. be it's still my way of like, I guess, easing back into school out of my dark age for those of yeah. the last episode. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'd say I'm, I'm sort of also in one of those, like, I think I'm at the end of the dark age where like you, like, I'm just picturing the dark age as like this cave. Yeah. You come out yeah. into the light and you're just sort of like, oh, all right, now I got to figure out where I am. Like, all right, I'm out of the dark, but where am I again? And so like, I feel like I'm stumbling out of that I'm ready to start some projects. I've got a vacation coming up. Uh, I'll probably talk about that in a little bit too. But um, yeah, so I've got all kinds of stuff coming up. But I feel like, all right, I think the stress and the craziness yeah, yeah. of this past year, it's gone. Now I'm into sort of this other type of life. It's not, it's not vacation. I mean, everyone, you know, says it's vacation, but I don't know. It's different this year, I guess. But there just seems to be a lot of stuff to do. So I'm, I'm working every day, but... It's vacation. Yeah, well, I say say that. Teachers have a vacation. Like now, the, the amount of things that I'm trying to, yeah, at least those who might have listened before me complaining and ranting on things about the, the amount of things that I have to do and people that I have to rely on. I literally just got offered yesterday to become a music director for plays in in wow. a, a, another town. They said, "Have you done this before?" And I said, "Yes." Not that it was, you know, because it takes up much more time than, you know, than just somebody as a hired musician to come in at the last possible moment, learn the music, read it off a piece of paper, you know, a booklet yeah. and play it to be there and direct from like the get go for like the two and a half months that it takes to put a show up. That's quite a commitment. And someone's like, I need to know that you can do this because we need to, we want to have a bigger season. We want to kind of like put more effort in because we haven't been able to do it in a year and a half. And I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> so that yeah. might be something else that pops up this fall along with having to go back into one of the most complicated classroom management centered school years ever. Yeah, Probably the past ten years. I mean, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be one for the record books. Oh. I feel all these, all the behaviors will come out that didn't show up this past year. This is going to be a mess. Uh, yep. So you wanted to talk about life and health. Yeah, I was just going to talk about some stuff that uh, we've been up to. Maybe I'll uh, I'll start it off. How about all that? Right. Um, so, because we usually talk about stuff like that on this podcast about. Um, life extension, just general healthy living, um, you know, being good people, all that kind of stuff. So I figured this would fit in just to let everyone know what we're up to with our time and, uh, you know, having a little bit more space for, um, for everything. So um, I've been still working towards refining my diet and eating better. I just heard uh, my wife today talking with a friend saying he eats better than me and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's good. You know, like, but yeah. you know, she better know that. <laughs> What's that? She better know that. Like, yeah, <laughs> better be saying good yeah, things like, about me. Yeah, I you know I made some uh, some tofu scrambles this morning, Ooh. like with turmeric and 
they were some of the best that I've ever made. And, you know, like just trying to really focus on, um, I'm at the level of at least now starting to not calculate, like I'm not using one of those apps or anything yet, yeah. but just making sure I'm getting enough, like monitoring my calories, protein, uh, and fiber is right now. Those top three are kind of like making sure I'm getting enough of them. I have sort of a diet planned out where if my wife doesn't have anything prepared for dinner or for lunch, I have easy, quick go-to, boom, I get all those yeah. three that I need. And I'm in and out and I got more time to do. So I'm still doing that. Um, I had gone through some, still I'm going through some some health issues during the last part of this uh, school year. I don't know if I was had talked about it on the um, podcast or not, but I had all kinds of crazy weird symptoms and everything. And it does seem to be related to sort of stress related, like, yeah. I don't know, just the, the, the boundary of where your brain meets your body. And I had finally just endured enough stress over the course of my life, but it just sort of culminated and in, into sort of a bunch of weird things that were going on. And as a result, uh, I'm focused more on the diet and exercise. And that's really seeming to help out. Um, part of the issue that I was having was like these, like three different sets of muscles in my abdomen that are just clenched for 24 hours a day constantly. And this like more clenched and more clenched. And, and like, so it was like my, my diaphragm, my abdomen, and I don't even know what the muscles are. The ones that, um, uh, they're somewhere in your abdominal cavity. I can't remember what they're called, but the they're ones, ones on the side, like that. something. Yeah. yeah like they're kind of more on the side. Yeah. And, yeah. and so there's like, you know, and I was like, I'm flexing all of them all at the same time. I'm peaked, ready, like as if I'm anticipating a fight or an impact, you know. And so breathing exercises, relaxing, all kinds of things, uh, working on that. And that's something I think that anybody with a You must have a crazy six-pack now. <laughs> well, no, it's like yeah. I have a two-pack. It's the ones at the top. Those, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones that are clamped all the time. And mm. the, uh, the diaphragm, which is behind it, which unfortunately doesn't show, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you when you have an exercise diaphragm, um, but yeah, so it's all of those things. And if anyone has a high stress level, like a you know, just your lifestyle is high stress, which mine has been ever since oh, yeah. I went back to college, uh, which was 2012. So I was right doing some math, and I'm like, since 2012, I've been stuffing 10 pounds of stuff in a five pound bag, as I like to call it, yeah. and uh, it finally got up, caught up to me, and that's. An unfortunate thing that I noticed, uh, so I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I went and saw my grandfather who's 94 uh, because I felt like all the time had caught up to me all of a sudden and all yeah. that stress over years and years caught up to me all of a sudden. And I went and visited with my 95 year old grandfather and he's sort of at a point where everything's catching up to him. And you know, he's, he's not uh, doing well, unfortunately. And he was a guy that worked on his feet every day until he was 91. Um, and once he was in 91, he started having really serious leg issues. He had been for years, but serious enough that he just had to realize that he just needed to go and live at a veteran's home. And then over the last couple of years, you know, as happens, people decline and that sort, sort of situation. Well, his last visit with him was a very interesting shock it's it's weird to see someone that's been a very strong person your entire life in a situation where they're weak and really like struggling and so it's that was pretty tough and it made me realize that you know what like it's all about what you do with your time because uh, yeah. he's got a, a good story you know these are not his best years your best years are not at the end of your life and if there's a way for you to extend the end of your life your average range of best years will be higher so um you know he did live a great life 95 is really good yeah. um but it's it's unfortunate to see what happens at the end of a human life it's unfortunate to see the decline and it's one of those things that i think people should sort of visit with their grandparents more visit with the older generation more and realize this is what i'm looking forward to unless something changes yeah. and this is the best situation that is possible for me at his age unless something is different you know and so um sometimes it might give you a little dose of reality and it did for me and so if uh, anyone out there has old older parents or family members that they haven't seen in a while give them a visit um, for their well-being mostly but also just take that 
experience into consideration when you're thinking about decisions in your life and uh, you know what do you want out of it because he says at 95 yesterday I saw him he's just like those 95 years went by like that to him it's like it went by so fast and he knows he's at the end and he's just sort of like it went too fast I don't know what he doesn't know what else to say right now but just like it went by fast and so um, use that to the good of yourself and, and others and uh, use your time wisely. Carpe so, diem. That's right. And so at, speaking of doing things wisely, that's what I'm doing. I'm still just working on a bunch of all the to-do lists that I couldn't get done during this past year of me working Jeez. 60 to 80 hours a week yeah. and being too exhausted to really focus on anything else. Uh, that's what I'm doing. So just stuff around the house, um, working on a car, um, you know, just low-key stuff and just trying to be stay relaxed and be healthy and uh you know what that's the best that i can do right now and that's i feel good doing it so how about you how how's uh last couple of weeks been for you oh well i mean i think i've been i think i've been uh on the pedestal talking about that for (laughs) oh that's true i've carried the torch of this but yes it has been interesting to say the least like i mentioned off camera prior to doing this that just in the past 24 hours i just had my schedule complicated Mm. innumerably by responses for things that i've signed up for and obligations and such and finally getting a schedule and then having others respond to you know some sort of something that I might have messaged them and they finally respond and it's like, really? And now they want to go gung ho and you're like, you should have talked to me a month ago when I didn't have so many other things that have been scheduled. But I could have scheduled you in yeah, for some yeah. time. It's back just then. Yeah. horrible. I'm going to be living off my calendar like insanely. I'm now talking about, so diet, uh, yeah continuously making improvements on that. I still wake up at five o'clock. I'm going to be waking up at 4.50 now because I have to be at the uh, school at 7 a.m. in the morning now. I have to be there at 7 a.m. because students are there by 7.30 and I have to start my morning meeting and all of that stuff. Uh, Working out more. I think I'm getting bigger. These shirts are all really tight. yeah, it's the weights are working out and nice. progressively good. eating more, trying different recipes out. I make things up where I just like, these ingredients look good. No, there's no recipe. Stick them together. And then yep. just add some seasoning and you're like, I guess it's a burger. Maybe it's just a bunch of sweet potato and cannellini beans mixed together with some uh, quinoa. So what? Yep. Great. It's a patty now. Yeah, I just, I'll, I'll, you know, do what I have to do for that sort of thing. Uh, I'm just constantly finding ways. Now I'm looking at ways to make food on the go and what I could possibly have to get to supplement things. Cause I don't want to have to, you know, live off of, uh, nutrition bars or whatever, but I do need to have something just in case because we know things happen and fast, quick, food yeah yeah. you have to be down here you have to do this you have to run around quick food something i can eat quickly and you know i've been making muffins and little things i can off of simple ingredients like mix three bananas with two cups of oatmeal throw some cinnamon in there and maybe a third cup of some sort of nut butter and that's literally my uh second breakfast every morning my third breakfast is always going to be granola. I know you're like, how many breakfasts? Does that come do you- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my third I, I, breakfast is no. <laughs> after working out. I have I, I always do the smoothie thing that I've done for for a long time, and then I have this sort of muffin sort of thing to give me some complex carbohydrates and fiber, a little bit of protein, and then probably an hour from then, I actually have my yogurt, my own granola that I make, and berries, which I've been having for over a year now and that seems to work out but i don't know how if we had 100 degree heat and i have to carry a lunch sack or whatever it is with me because i don't have access to a refrigerator because i'm not in my room 
Oh. Then pull it it's out? gonna change. Yeah. You can go in and pull that yeah, bridge out. Pull pull it out, bring it up to yeah. Yeah. I don't want any yeah. to get excited about that, but it's like, yeah, they <laughs> hey, great. We are no, we don't have one of those now. That's still part of my desk. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh but that's basically I'm keeping up with that. It's trying to find you know the sleep in this hot weather, even though we have air conditioning. Yeah. And just trying to, you know, everything I'm normally doing. And where the worst thing is that with upcoming gigs that it's going to make it hard to keep my schedule up. I'm still going to wake up before, you know, before dawn, you know, <laughs> right at that, that peak. I still want to do that. I just don't want to have to go to sleep at 1am and then have to wake up four hours later. Right. Because that's, yeah. I don't want to have these late night gigs, but yeah, two, two warring bands that are like, we need your schedule. And they want every single, you know, weekend, you know, extended weekend, Friday through Sunday, they want those open so we can, they can book gigs, they can rehearse and the rehearsals might not go late, but a lot of the gigs are going to be like, either it's three or four hours away and the drive back is going to make it really late or I, it's a bar. It's a, it's someplace that's going to be open till 1am and the band has to close basically the place. So yeah, I'm just not looking forward to uh, that. Having gone to bed at 9am, 9pm every single night for over a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's sw switching the schedule in those few places and how am I going to react to that? How am I going to be able right. to recover from that? Because I'm on this longevity kick. It's not more yeah. of a kick. It's like, this is the lifestyle. Like you mentioned, we have to leave these lifestyles. And when things get switched up, just because you, you're like, oh, I guess I have to do this thing. And you're, you don't realize how much of a commitment it is or what right. it entails. And you're like, I'm not willing to sacrifice this much for this sort of thing. Yeah. But well, I yeah. wish, I wish you luck with that packed, busy schedule like that, because it's like, that's what got me. Like yeah. it was, yeah. you know, that busy, busy schedule, constantly doing stuff, you know, and maybe it's just a, a management approach too, which is something that, um, you know, is worth noting. Like if you can manage stress better than other people, then you're in a better situation because I'm like, you know, I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not managing three or four giant companies that, um, are, you know, two of them especially are doing huge, enormous things that take up all my time. How, how is that possible? How am I, you know, having issues over stress and it's sort of like a management approach. Well, he's also got a billion dollars. So I'm sure that that comes with a little yeah, stress yeah. alleviation when you have just the money to buy literally anything you ever wanted. So, I mean, that's one thing, but like, other than that, you know, it's all about management and uh, you know, don't get yourself too worked up, but I wish you luck. I don't wish that schedule on a lot of people. So <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's all of a sudden it's just kind of hit me the other day and this day it's just trying to clean up some of the things so that, you know, I'm just, as long as I'm ahead of everything, I think everything's going to be good. But unfortunately, and this is something I was going to talk about, you know, on another podcast at some point or sometime with us about having, you know, a theme about when you have to rely on other people and how difficult it is to rely on other people. And when, and when those, something hinges on someone, another person's actions and they don't come through and how it can totally ruin things. And right now in some of my other little projects, whatever like that, like bands and such, there's just things that are happening like that. And then there's a family commitments and such that, that happen and they want time. And they're like, hey, everyone thinks you have all this time free. Actually, I don't. Right. I don't. School yeah, is beginning again for me. And, and after that, after the summer ends, three weeks more and then our real you know year begins and it's just going to be yeah. i guess i'll be primed and ready or i could be like wow that was not the best experience yeah and now i have to do it in three weeks in a completely in a way that i've done it that i'm used to i yeah. can literally like by the by by mistake clicked on a seesaw link today and i i had to approve a few things that were done. And I'm like, wow, Seesaw hasn't been deleted. It's still all here. 
No yep. one's no one's looking at it probably because they probably didn't access it on any other device besides devices that were school issued. But it was just weird seeing that, being like, "Oh, that was the person I once was." I, yeah, I know. I had closed mine out the last week. As soon as the kids sent back their devices, I closed them out, and I was like, "Oh, that's such a relief. I don't have to deal with that ever." And like every day after that, I'm still clicking on the tabs, like checking my my notifications, and I'm like. Oh, that's wrong. That's oh, that's such a nice relief, you know. So, but it's like it's just that reminder. I mean, what we did accomplish this past year, and that it's gone now, and it's it's going to be like a memory that just almost never happened. It's, I mean, I, well, I, yeah, I feel we built some relationships, but at the same time, the the shock, the PTSD that's going to happen, PTSD. Uh, that's going to happen to these kids when they they come in contact with all of the other kids in yeah. these giant classes that they're like wow that's a lot of people some of them them that were cohort c that never came back yeah and now they're going to be like wow i can't believe that i think cohort c might even be an option still i think some kids might not even be going back to school wow i think isolation does strange things to people yeah and Isolation did some strange things to the older population, my grandfather yeah. being one of them. And I can, we're going to find out, you know, like yeah. what it looks like next year. Because next year also, because my daughter was cohort C, which for those, anyone listening is um, fully remote. So kids that don't come into yeah. school. Yeah. So my daughter, um, who was a first grader, uh, was fully remote. And now she's going to go back. Well, what's her experience going to be like, you know, that's something I'm thinking about, you know, what, what's her experience going to be like, what's it going to be like for all the other kids, you know, what's it going to be like for me as a teacher on the other end of things. And who it's, we're, I, I hope that at least I think the smart teachers are just really figuring, yep, this is going to be the one because yeah. behaviors, we, we couldn't talk about it enough, but like over the last year, the, the tiny amount of behaviors that happened in the classroom largely as a result of halved classes so usually an average of eight to ten kids per class yeah. because of that class size behaviors are so well managed i don't even want to say easier to manage i think that we're managed appropriately finally there's enough time to like deal with one kid and deal with their emotion let them deal with it and it was hardly any issues at all well, stuffing 24 kids back in a classroom next year. That's when we're going to see what society has reared. Oh, so I just, I literally, I, I just, I want to get focusing on that. I'm uh, currently taking uh, a class uh, at, at a main university, a graduate level class. And it's all of a sudden last night, hey, Here's all the things. Get get started, and I'm like, oh, really? Okay, so that started, and then all my I my schedule for the summer program that I have to start teaching next week, and it's very intense. It's there's a lot to fit in between 7:30 a.m. and literally 11:30. Yep, it's like an entire wow. day, entire school day fit in between that, and. It's, it's definitely going to be an, ex, an interesting uh, road. I, I'm looking over the, the things right now and a lot of prepping, a lot of uh, time and, and effort in put into this. And kids are in a different mindset when yeah. it's summer, it's summer school, <laughs> half day summer school, a different mindset. Yeah, so, yeah. So, which is why, yeah. And so I don't know, we'll see how that thing works and stuff. But yep. yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, my days, I want to read. That's what I want to do during the day. I want to keep up. I have, I still take anything I have, you know, if I have to have meals and stuff like that, I do meal prepping. I have everything all set. I can just go to it, eat it, take care of business. I don't have to worry about making all these elaborate things except for like some dinners and stuff. But I just do that because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. And now I guess I can go into these insanely complicated schedules because I have things prepped but I'm always thinking like oh, that didn't taste good enough I need to do this I need to change that and yeah 
my time is going to be more stressed. It's going to be less. Yep. So, and that's, that's a, you know, that's a tough part right there. Every minute. Cause I was, I was running into a wall where the, the, the tasks that I've sort of let go by are all tasks that require hours of work hours, yeah. you know? And so when you have a half hour here, an hour there, 45 minutes there, like that's not enough time to really make any headway on anything. It's enough time to start something, get frustrated when it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then you don't have time to solve that new problem. And then you're going to go do something else. And now you've attacked on things to your schedule, which is what I was constantly running into. So it's like, that's a, it's a tough thing to deal with. And, um, you know, so, um, it's all about management, I think. Yeah. So I, I wanted to have one little segment that I wanted to add to our, yeah to this little thing about, uh, things in the news. We always did a science of the news thing, but, uh, kind of like okay. a current events just because I want, there's a few things I wanted to, to talk about some things that are, right. you know, related to stuff that we've talked about before. Uh, one thing is, uh, of course, we you know, this, fight, this, uh, hold on, I'm throwing things around now. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this fight about going to space, uh, uh, private companies fighting about going to space, not really I yeah. mean, fighting because they're competing and we've got, of course, SpaceX leading the pack, amazing. Elon Musk, we have Virgin Galactic. Yep. With uh, suborbital tourism. Yeah, they want to do that sort of thing. Uh, and I think it's Blue Origin, which is Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, and uh, Virgin Galactic is uh, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. So, so, and I think those are the. I mean, there's another one too, but I think they're not doing much. It, it's NASA's going with some other company, or was it? Or was it uh, Boeing? It was like Dynetics, I think, and Boeing, if I remember correctly. I, I think I'm getting that wrong. But there were there were three, like, um, in the for the lunar lander. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, this they everybody wants to go to space, and they want to do these. You know, so, yeah, so so NASA has been dealing with low-budget issues for as long as they've been around, well, except for the Apollo program. Yeah. Um, and so they needed to find a cheaper, better way to get to space, and um, they figured that would be the commercial space industry. And the commercial space industry suffered uh, the worst wound ever in 1986 when, the Challenger, when Challenger blew up. Yeah. And that devastated the commercial space industry it changed all kinds of restrictions and things like that um and so as a result it took a long time for anyone to really even be plausibly able to make a profit service you know sending things to space because it's just an incredible feat of uh physics just to get to orbit and so you've got spacex um which routinely sends things to orbit yeah, um yeah it's that's their job now and they recover the saddle like recover the first stage boosters they never ended up being able to recover the second stage um second stage boosters but um that's another order of magnitude harder than the first stage and that's already something that no one else can do um blue origin is a close second they have uh interesting plans they're so secretive i'm trying to learn more about They've got this gigantic rocket called the New Shepard that's supposed to be out, yeah. uh, or New yeah. Glen. New Glen. New Shepard was their first um, smaller rocket, suborbital, and New Glen is supposed to be this massive, giant, bigger than SpaceX's rockets, even bigger than their proposed rockets. And it's like that's their next thing they're supposed to put out, and there's no information on it, so it's hard so, to say. Jeff Bezos would like to say that he's a competitor to SpaceX. But all of the evidence says otherwise. Like, well, he's no, this is the thing I would really wanted to bring up is that he's going to be flying to space. Yeah. And there's a petition going around signing to have him never come back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, like thirty-three thousand people have signed it. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, those signatures, all of them, don't realize his rocket isn't powerful enough to get to orbit and never yeah. come back. That's the problem. He's got to come back. Yeah, he's got to come back. But it's funny. I think they sold the seat for $28 million to one person. Right. Yeah, $28 million. I'm interested to see who it is. There was a, 
a big joke going around that maybe it was Elon Musk that bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and or that like, you know, that way he couldn't say Jeff made it to space before he did. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd be like, um, hey, say Vegas. Or that yeah, or that Elon would buy the uh the seat and then not show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like or just you know, critique like critique it, be like, you know, you could fix that. Yeah. It's a little too much turbulence. I think you could fix that. You probably took the yeah. wrong route. You know, I could have my people have, meet, talk to your people about this sort of thing. You've already solved this problem, but you, you're light years away. I could let you know a couple of things. <laughs> no, I think that it's probably gone to a wealthy businessman, you know, just someone yeah. that we never heard of before. Um, and, you know, it's fun. Suborbital space flight, 15 minutes of weightlessness. But, I mean, that's literally the first thing that, america did was put a guy into space for 15 minutes you know that was what um alan shepherd did you know that's why they called it new shepherd for the suborbital um sort of thing like so not a big deal i mean yeah it's kind of neat I'll, I'll never put down anything that brings attention to space space tourism sounds great it's just like yeah. but spacex on the other hand can make it to orbit where you stay in space until something brings you down like you know and so that's another level and then you got virgin galactic which also suborbital um tourist space flight stuff it's really just sort of like comparing commercial airline pilots which is spacex yeah. people that do it every day routinely they've got it down and then you've got you know parachutists like or what do you call it like the skydivers yeah you know you got you got your virgin galactic and you got your your blue origin these are people that are just like they don't know how to fly the plane really that well, but they just know how to get up high enough and jump out and come back. You know, like they don't have the whole thing down. So that is interesting. It is, it's heating up, but it's, it's heating up to a, a very low warm setting on the stove. It's not at a boil. Elon Musk and SpaceX are, <laughs> not, no pun intended, I guess, light years ahead of their competition. Yeah, I mean, no yeah. one, no one has any chance of catching them. Uh, in the next 10 years there's just no chance that's good so. i want them to keep going because they're going to be the ones hey it's the same thing i mentioned before about like yes i complain sometimes about google products maybe not working on certain devices or something happening or maybe like as an app that i used before and i literally could like grab onto a bar pull it and it's telling me wait a minute are you doing rows or this pull, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. And it's, it's, it was so intuitive. And this was on a watch that didn't, had no sensors on it, except for like accelerometers and things like that. I was like, wow, I can't believe that. And then it stopped working. Oh. But I might complain about that stuff. I still don't mind a company like that kind of, you know, saying, guess what? We, we run, we run the show. We're the one company that runs a show. I don't mind that. I want people to compete. But I yep. don't mind when a company that has so much power and so much insight into everything wants to do stuff for the good. I'm hoping it's for the good. And yeah, I don't mind that. Like, here, here, take, take my money. Good. Make things easier for me. Absolutely. Maybe, that's what can, I want to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it's supposed to bring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the things we buy end up overcomplicating it, but. Yeah. Anything in the news that you've been like? That was actually the, the, the biggest thing that I was thinking of. Um, the anti-science movement, I think, is is not anywhere near dead or, or, yeah, yeah, or whatever. That's, that's never but it's away. subdued right now yeah. because everyone's sort of like in this, we did it sort of thing. But it's not like, there's no celebration happening. Because we're not all together going, we did it because we're sort of all together going like, well, we did it. Did you do anything? Like, you know, I was at a family gathering and it's like, we can't be all be like, hey, we made it through. No, it'd be like me and the people that I know pulled you guys through. We were the ones that did the work on the group project. And now you get to reap the rewards. Oh, yes. Normalcy. And it's like, it's not like that everywhere in the world right now. You know, we have that. We did hoard a lot of the vaccine here in America. Nothing I could have done about it. So therefore, I didn't say, all right, well, I'm not going to go get my vaccine. I want to send my vaccine over to England or, you know, uh, Ireland, somewhere where they were getting, you know, way worse vaccination. Or even Canada. Even yeah. Canada people yeah. are still waiting for their second dose. And for us, that's an old memory. And, like, 
so, you know, that is still all happening. And around the world, there's still a race to get vaccinated. And we're sort of over that hump. So it's easy to forget about that. But that is something I wanted to mention, too, is that, you know, that it does seem like um, science has won. Science definitely won this round. You know, they'll keep coming back. I mean, this is only round, you know, one million. But, yeah. like, they will keep coming back trying to, to, to keep science down. But it's sort of like, no, no, no. Science won this one. We, you know, it was the scientists that said that, you know, a vaccine would help. And lo and behold, here we are. Um, other than that, trying to think of anything else. It's actually kind of nice that there's not a lot of political news to talk about anymore. That yeah. sort of has changed. I mean, there, there, is, there is stuff about like where the America, the U.S. is in talks with a lot of different countries. And everybody's saying we want to talk about being nice and, and you know playing well and trading well, but if it doesn't work out, we're also ready to attack. And I, I heard yeah. that on the news today. I'm like, so I'm like, but can we talk to North Korea? But we do want to. We're already, you know, they they mentioned about something like we want to have good talks, but we also are ready to act if they do not listen to us. And then, yeah. then and then our president said, well, I'm the same way, and it's like. Okay, it's it's that whole thing. You're like shaking someone's hand, but you got a dagger. You're hiding behind your back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like, like if you're cool, I'm cool. But if you're not cool, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's and I'm like, great. That doesn't yeah, make me not, feel too good. And like, yeah, everything. That's not usually how trust is formed. <laughs> and yeah. there's some weird things. I mean, I, I just caught the news, and I, I it was one of these things with with during our time in school i there were maybe two days a week that i could actually watch the uh news coming home like the five o'clock news that would be on and yep. watch a little bit of it and find out what the numbers are and, and what other things are going on like as far as regulations and what we we can and can do but i i saw it recently just you know and just some of the things that that are now making it out like there's somebody in like a neighboring town that was a, uh, I guess an undertaker or whatever and cremate in cremation services and didn't oh. cremate people. And there were like bodies just like unrefrigerated laying around in bags. Yes, and we're hearing about this. And I'm like, that person could be into some stuff that it's, Ugh. yeah, that's yeah. hopefully, I mean, they didn't implicate, they didn't say anything about that, but that, could Why are you doing it? Like you're already a pretty messed up if you're doing that already. But it's <laughs> yeah, stuff. it's just I don't know. So I don't know. Speculation. Just, just certain things like that happened, or and certain other things that a lot of drownings happening. I know and, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's, it has been kind of weird. Like what makes the news yeah. isn't yeah. an imminent threat to the entire population. Yeah. That's kind of nice. It is like, I felt for a long time, there was like three major sources of news that was just going an imminent threat to everybody. And I'm like, I was not really digging it. I'm kind of liking that. Now it's all these weird, you know, usual weird stories that humans do because humans are weird. And, you know, none of that stuff is okay or good, but it's just sort of like, yeah, they're humans. That's what they do. It's like, yeah, it's like, I'll be watching on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Watching squirrels like raid bird feeders and run across the road and, and almost get run over by cars, just sort of like, like oh that's really strange behavior and it's sort of like that's what that's what squirrels do, and it's like humans making weird headlines like that's just what people do. People are weird. People are strange, and not all of them are good. And so we should never like be surprised at what they will do, what depravity they will come up with next. But um, and, and, you know, and that's the thing. I think it's I, I think it's kind of like because we've come out of this all of a yeah. sudden the blankets being pulled out and they're like oh my you've been doing what for the past year yeah. and well, how did and, you pass your time <laughs> yeah well that's the thing it's like and so like all these these things that like unfortunately yeah. being an adult anything with the word adult attached to it usually <laughs> is not a good thing and usually not a good <laughs> right. thing like, by mistake when i'm younger I by mistake walk into something called adult bookstore, not a place yep. I want to be. The adult yeah. film section of the movie gallery, not a place I wanted to be. You yeah. know, 
toys. It says toys and it says adult toys. I'm thinking, okay, knives probably, yeah, like gun right. holsters. That's not what they were. Nope. Place I don't want to be. Things yeah. associated with adult, not good yep. things. Adult humor. Yes. And now <laughs> adult drinks. Adult, adult drinks, adult, beverage, adult yeah. We have some adult time. You don't want to yeah. hear that from your parents. Go back to bed. <laughs> we're having some adult time. Oh, I I don't know what that is. And then you find out what that is and you go, oh, no. It's just one of those things. So it's like that people are doing some stuff that I just want to completely insulate myself against. And probably why I have such a crazy schedule. Because if I have any time to like peek out into what the world is actually doing, yeah. <laughs> I'm just absolutely disgusted. It's just... Absolutely. I've, I've been reducing by a majority. Like I have shut off email alerts. I don't really get email alerts at all. I shut off uh, social media alerts. I've deleted entire social media accounts. I'm really only on one social media platform and it's no notifications. I don't really put out anything that much anymore at all because I'm just sort of like, I don't want to, I don't want to know what anyone else is doing. I sort of feel like I'm doing all right and I've got a good plan and I've got things going on and all this other stuff is just noise and people are caught up in a bunch of weird stuff. And like yeah, once yeah. in a while, I'll come across a cool person that's like doing some cool stuff. But like, unfortunately it's so infrequently that it doesn't make up for the just serious amount of just some weird stuff and bad things that people just choose to do with what little life they have. So yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but major no. projects. Yeah. Like what, like, what are you, what good in the world are you doing? I'm surprised it's not something that everyone wakes up thinking. Like, I think that every day, every day I wake up and I'm like, I want to do something good today. I don't want to do something bad. I don't want to do something selfish and just for me. That's why I don't work for money. You know, I don't, I don't go to work. I, I, I do go to work for money so I can survive. Of course, it's just the society we live in, but I don't, make the most money I could there's at least four or five things that I can do that I could make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year doing and it's just sort of like I I'm not about that I'm just not about that and some people are and the ways you can get money um are numerous so there's a lot of people that'll do some messed up stuff for money yeah. that's and usually I, the I, root of it I seem to uh just say yes to a lot of things and money <laughs> does come with some of these like obligations and things that I, I've agreed to, but it, it ends up being something that wasn't, it's not really worth it. You know, I think the older you get, the more seasoned you get at what you do, you become more of a, more of a professional. I mean, you're professional already, but you become more of like a sought after professional and your rates can go up. Like yeah. any, anyone, me in the music field, knowing how, you know, lessons, oh, how much are private lessons with you? Mine's this, you know, one person's, you know, it was $20 an hour. Then it, it kept jumping in when I was younger. And then it kept jumping up, jumping up. I, I would take uh, classical guitar lessons from somebody studied with for $40 an hour and their rate jumped up to 60. Yeah. And then if you go to any of these other conservatories, it's 75 to a hundred dollars an so hour. It sounds like labor charges on uh, auto repair. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was like, it's, it's crazy. And yeah. the prices of everything. And I'm like, I'm not, my rate never changes. It's always low. But I'm like, maybe it should change. And yeah. maybe when I get myself into these predicaments and, and situations, I should be like, well, you know, it has to be this much or else because my time is money. And I don't want to say it that way, but... I like to help people. I just don't want to be the person that's being used all the time to be like that. Oh, we can trust this person to do that. Yeah. But you got to also put something up as leverage. And honestly, I don't really like even spending money that much, even though I might be yeah. getting things to make my life a little bit easier. I don't really want to spend money. I don't have. I hear that. It's a, the whole thing. Like I enjoy making food. I don't always enjoy eating it which is a weird thing. You'd think yep. that they're like, yeah, these ingredients look good. You put them together, you go, that doesn't work, <laughs> but I have to eat it. So. Yep. Been there. Kind of <laughs> like, kind of like setting a curriculum. And then you're like, oh, I, I know I have to do this certain thing, 
I'm going to try to make it as great as possible, but I know what I have to do to teach it. And I just don't want to have to go through those motions again. And I think that was, mm-hmm. you know, our last rotation and having to do the last few weeks and repeating something we've done for months. And then we're just like, I don't want to go. I know the prep I need to do to make this work effectively and I'm going to do it. I yep. just don't want to do it again. Yep. I'm glad, you know, I have to start tomorrow. I start a college, two college courses. Yeah. Um, and so that's tomorrow for me. And still I'm glad that at least I don't have to teach it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to teach right now. I need some time, but you know, that's what these vacations are for. And it's funny like because people sometimes seem to look down on like teachers getting vacations or whatever. And it's like, why do we have vacations? Well, the kids need vacations. Yeah. Why do the kids need vacations? Because they're human beings and they need some freaking time off. Yeah. And everyone deserves time off. Everyone should have a summer vacation or, you know, maybe we obviously that's literally impossible, but like everyone deserves having a, a significant amount of time off in their life. European nations do it. Um, month vacations in Europe, like if you live in Switzerland or whatever, that's a thing that people do. And so here in America, we have a one holdout of like, of, you know, people that have a sensible, sort of sensible schedule. I mean, during the school year, it's insane. Like we're just working crazy hours and stuff, but this is the time that we have to recoup and not everybody gets that time to recoup. And so I hope no one looks down on, um, schools or teachers for having a vacation because the reason why they have a vacation in the first place if you look into it is because it's a human need it's a human necessity it's what's right and uh if we're doing it for the kids then the adults say well if we're doing it for the kids let's do it for the adults and throughout history the last couple hundred years that we've had public schools um it's been you know that makes sense that's a logical argument if we're doing it for kids because they're human beings they need time off why don't we do that also for the teachers like because the teachers could be doing stuff. There's stuff in the community. You know, we could be put to work, you know, but that's not the right thing to do. And everybody deserves that. And so like some people might, you know, take offense to it. I've heard people be like, well, everyone can't take a vacation at the same time. No, but everyone deserves a vacation that they can figure out among their own preferred, you know, employment opportunity. So it's like, you know what, We're, we're doing it the right way. What we choose to do with that time is is up to us. But I think at the end of the day, especially for you too, don't stress yourself out. Don't make summer vacation even more work than uh, <laughs> than the school year. Uh, I know. I'm just I gotta try to get myself back into the. <laughs> it's just gonna be an addition to everything else I do. It's nothing is gonna. I'm not getting rid right. of anything. That's that's us. I've that's what I've been on a path of just stacking, stacking it up. Like I can do it. I can do it. So just. Uh, I'm more than you and everyone else out there. Like, yeah, don't whew. don't take bite off more than you can chew. Yes, don't bite off more than you can chew. But it, yep. you realize if you have a lot to chew, break it up into several meals. Have several breakfasts. You can eat it. You can yeah. eat a lot if you eat more meals during the day. Sometimes you don't realize how much you bit until it's already consumed, and you're sort of like, "Well, I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, that's why it's why I wake up every morning being like. Hungry, hungry for more. Let's do yeah, this. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's been a. This is a pretty good episode to kind of like catch up again. This is uh, our sixth reunion. Yeah, this is episode uh, number sixty-four. Yeah, I believe or sixty-five. Uh, I, I'll check on that. Don't worry. You'll yeah. get the whatever you saw on the title. That's what it is. Yeah, we can, I gotta we can remember do an that. edit. We're edit. This is episode. 64 yes 65 uh, yes. and then you can just pick which you know chop it up and just i actually thought because i've been doing so much editing i thought this episode i'm not going to do any editing except, <laughs> for, except for title screens and such like that and something yep. that i might do don't but, blame me uh, yes so thank you everybody for joining we are the educators this is we are the educators uh right Maybe we'll be back next week, or it might be solo venture. We'll see. I think conversations, once again, are better than monologues. It's hard talking to a camera. Yeah. Without saying lots of ands all the time. I notice I say too many ands 
or buts, prepositions, things to carry over to another thought, or I don't have a thought and I'm trying to think of something and it just, yeah, it's... I can imagine. I, it, well, teaching all of last year was basically like talking to a camera with no reply sometimes, but like, you know. Yeah, it, I saw a lot like of videos planned out and I'm like, that's great. No one has a, a device and maybe I can help reunite that next yeah. week when the summer school students are receiving devices. I'm Mr. James. And I'm Mr. Richie. And we, we are, are the educators. educators. Have a good day, evening, night, wherever you are. That's my go-to saying for my weekly holiday show. See you later.